0: are your morning announcements. The Retro Club will be meeting today to discuss Friday the 13th and I have a note here to remind club members that this weekend is the annual fall camp out so don't forget to bring your hiking boots and a hunting knife just in case. welcome to the retro club we're your host megan and john we're back
1: and i was gonna say something but <laughs> i I, don't, I think it's not pc
0: oh don't no, <laughs> just in case yeah. i don't know what you were gonna say <clears throat> um we took a hiatus y'all
1: we did needed it
0: that's okay we had we were on vacation and then my sister who does our editing was on her honeymoon so surprise one day turnaround is not enough time to come back so we did take a two-week break hiatus that's okay
1: i'm not calling it a break it's a hiatus
0: well and i hate that it was during october but like we needed it it's fine
1: yeah i i would agree with that but we had some really cool stuff happen though
0: I was say, before we get into the movie, I guess we can tell you what we've done the last couple of weeks. Well, you, I won we... the
1: football pool.
0: Mm-hmm. One week. Mm-hmm. Don't act like we did good this week. Nobody did.
1: <laughs> no, you were awful.
0: I did better than <clears throat> you.
1: That's just because this was a bad week for all NFL oh, teams. Oh,
0: shut up. I still did better than you.
1: Oh, by points. I won more games. Your points were just better. Okay. How you divvied those out.
0: What else is going on, John?
1: Well, we said we had our vacation.
0: (laughs) We did. It was a staycation. Yeah. Which is also fine because there's stuff uh, we had to tend to, but that's okay.
1: (laughs) Yes. Mm, We finally got rested up. We were Mm -hmm. both dead most of those days. We were both on our deathbed, by the way.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't much of a vacation. My God, I ended up with a sinus infection. If you all remember, I was like kept complaining about how i couldn't smell mm-hmm. anything or taste anything i took several covid tests and i kept coming back negative i found out i had a sinus infection and an ear infection so i, was I know I couldn't talk to you
1: on one side because you couldn't hear anything
0: no i couldn't hear anything in my right ear and uh cooking was interesting for the family because i'm like well if it's not spiced or if it's not yes. seasoned <laughs> it everything
1: off. was garbage
0: what shut I'm up no, it wasn't.
1: but anyway <laughs> It was awful because we had to keep canceling things because neither one of us were getting better and then our daughter was sick too Mm. it was fun just we were a house divided everybody (laughs) wanted to be left alone
0: well and i think we're still both recovering even after Mm -hmm. all this mess i can still kind of hear it in my throat
1: uh my shoulder is healed i got those (laughs) doctor results back cool which i was very very happy about after i got after getting those x-rays and being told I was going to have to have surgery elsewhere.
0: Yikes. Yeah, thank goodness. No surgery, please.
1: <laughs> yeah, because then you'd have to lug around our daughter.
0: I already do. No, you don't. she uh-huh, yes, I do.
1: Not like me. Oh, my God. Not like Papa.
0: Ugh, okay. <laughs> um, oh,
1: we did go to Covered Bridge.
0: We had our infamous Covered Bridge. If you're in the Midwest, you've probably at least heard of it, but if you're not, there is...
1: Isn't this, it like worldwide now. Like yeah, people come here from it's everywhere. It's
0: known worldwide, but they say that. But there's still people who don't know. So if you're listening, and you don't know what covered bridge is, um, this whole area is considered like the covered bridge mm-hmm. capital of the world. And I don't remember how many covered bridges there are in total. I don't know. There's it's a like ton. fifty something in so many cities, but essentially, it's just. 10 days of yard sales and vendor events. And, and expensive food. Expensive food. <clears throat> expensive ATM fees. Jesus H.
1: I know. I'm still really bitter about that.
0: We had to get money out of the ATM because some people still don't take <laughs> card at their, which I guess if you're it's just a,
1: like. It's a bad area for uh, signal.
0: Yeah. There's also no reception. You're in the middle of nowhere. This is the Midwest. It's Indiana. Mm-hmm. It's cornfields.
1: So if you've never been there, you have to have it on your GPS beforehand.
0: Oh, yeah. But it is really fun. It's a, I mean, we almost didn't go mostly because we were sick, but we decided to take a day and go and it was okay.
1: Mm-hmm. I didn't have a bad time.
0: Mm-hmm. Jordan walked almost the full length of the Bridgeton Bridge, which is the mm-hmm. big one. She had to stop and look at every person walking by. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I mean, and greet them. I mean, for a long walk. Um,
1: She's so cute.
0: Yeah. I love her And so uh, I don't know what else is going on. I think oh,
1: Kelsey's wedding.
0: Oh, my sister got married. My twin did. Yeah. Which I do the, my other podcast with. So I got to be a bridesmaid in that. I don't know. I guess maid of honor, technically. I I don't know. We really didn't have titles. I was a
1: babysitter <laughs> pretty much the whole time. Literally.
0: Oh. Oh, and when you got there, yes. I was watching her and getting ready until you got there. I
1: was... Because I was doing the other stuff.
0: I know. <laughs> don't yell at Man.
1: me. Man. I just got stuck being like a, a babysitter because you had to get rushed through all that. It was hilarious. And then I'm being I fine time. though
0: because I still couldn't breathe or smell. I mean, no. smell or taste. Breathe or smell. What?
1: Breathe or smell. <laughs> she, she just made it.
0: Yeah, I did. And <laughs> so there was liquor there and I did drink a little bit and it was bad because I couldn't taste it. So I yeah. kept drinking and I'm like, well, that's probably not good. <clears throat> But I was fine, y'all. I actually sobered up real quick because we had to clean the venue.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I had to hold Jordan. She passed out on me during the ceremony.
0: She did. I want to get cute pictures with her, but she was like a whole terror the whole day. So it was probably best that she just... I was
1: happy I got to be able to take a shower and come back.
0: Dude. Yeah, it was fun. So now my sister's (laughs) married. Yay. (laughs) Yeah. And Maddie's officially part of the family.
1: Yeah, very happy.
0: I'm sure she's happy. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. We're fun. We have fun here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, should we get into this movie now? I think so. Okay. So this week, we're a little bit late. I know this was going to come out the week of of... This date, but Mm -hmm. it didn't happen. But that's all right. We're still gonna cover it because it's spooky season, and we're gonna be talking about 1980s Friday Friday the 13th. 13th. Ooh, ooh, yes,
1: yes, my favorite series.
0: Mm. Is it out of the slasher Uh, series? mm
1: -hmm. Halloween's right there, though. That's what sucks. And as I Um, keep getting older, I don't know if my if it's starting to switch.
0: I I don't know. I'd have to think about it. I mean,
1: one, two. Four, five, and I can tolerate the other ones. Three is a good movie. I just don't count it. But on the Friday the 13th series, it's like, um, for me, it's like six, obviously, is my favorite.
0: Oh, uh, um, the Friday? Mm-hmm, okay. six,
1: four, three, five, two, then the other. And I think I could throw Manhattan in there.
0: How do you feel about... Freddy vs. Jason, now that we've covered Nightmare on Elm Street. and
1: mm, I feel like I waited a long time for a bad movie.
0: Yeah, honestly, this is terrible. because I mean, we've already established I that followed. you're a little bit older than me. But I almost want to say that Freddy vs. Jason was my first introduction. Really? To Jason. Yeah, I didn't really watch that stuff growing up.
1: I'll be honest with you. Um, I was the age when... The internet was really becoming like a everyday tool. Mm-hmm. So I followed message boards about it and all that. And I got to see the debut trailer, uh, the thing they held in Vegas, the Way in mm-hmm. for Freddy and Jason. So I thought they were going to do just a spectacular job. I should have known, though, from the previous two movies that I was going to get duped. Because mm-hmm. New Line is the house that Freddy built. Yeah. So... And Robert Shea, he's done a lot of harm to his, um, I guess you could say, his works. Mm -hmm. So, I was really disappointed with it. It has funny moments, I guess. It has memorable scenes, but there's, it's a disappointing movie for something that should have been epic.
0: I just don't really remember it. I remember little things about it, but it's been so long since I've seen it. I was just curious. I didn't really leave an impact to me
1: right and i'm also of the of the mind that if it's a feud there has to be a winner mm-hmm. that that's, movie
0: i don't remember the ending was it just kind of like
1: it's open-ended
0: of course it is.
1: and i yeah. hate i hate movies that do that and that's a lot of modern movies like any movie you see now it's left open for a sequel in some way
0: i don't necessarily hate it it depends on how they do it so i'm okay with some open-ended stuff like, it's okay to not have answers to certain things, because um, I like to speculate, of course, if you yeah. haven't figured that out by now, but uh, I don't know. It, it just depends on how it's handled.
1: I can see that. But That's- anyway, this is the one that started them all mm-hmm. uh, from May 9th, 1980, Friday the
0: 13th. What a weird time. For it to come, well, no, I guess, I don't know, springtime, camping.
1: Well, Sean Cunningham, I would guess he needed that time to film and rush to di- distribution.
0: I don't know, because also, like, there, when I say it was a weird time for movies, there was nothing in theaters at this time.
1: No, the big boom hadn't happened yet. Spielberg was... uh about to like release a ton of movies all at once, mm-hmm. and once the '80s really like came into frame, you just had like a like a wave of good movies that just kept coming. I guess yeah. The '70s was more about bigger is better, so the music was the bigger thing than the movie, like uh, I, like Grease, um, Saturday Night Fever, Rocky Horror, mm-hmm. movies like that, That's and then you have true, a movie right? like Halloween. That turns all that on its head, and it's like the music's part of the movie, but the the suspense is the overall.
0: Yeah, no, oh, I get it. I understand.
1: Yeah.
0: It just, I don't know. It the, the thing is, when I was looking at movies for like the top ten, there was no top ten because <laughs> there wasn't even ten movies to go. Some watch.
1: people can't go back that far either, though.
0: I, like that's, some of those. That's true. This you know whatever's being tracked today. Who knows. Anyway, go on, I guess. So mm-hmm. it was released May 9th. We got that.
1: Mm-hmm. It was released in 1127 theaters. I do believe that because That's not bad. it had a really good backer, so I could definitely see that.
0: As far as like production company or mm-hmm. director yeah, Paramount. or both. Paramount. Okay. Well, and I said and Sean director. Cunningham
1: had been working with guys like um, Wes Craven, mm-hmm. stuff like that. That's, and they both kind of branched off, did their own thing. I mean, it would take years for each one of them, but... Right. But let's see. Well, you got three movies down for that weekend. Friday the 13th debuted at number one? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Well, it Slashers, it, it's one of the earliest Slashers after Halloween.
0: Well, that's when you looked at the top ten movies that were out that week, it only listed these three.
1: Yeah. The Nude Bomb...
0: Came in at number two, yeah. I don't even Matt, know. Matt, you're gonna have to tell me what that is.
1: <laughs> Kramer versus Kramer, uh I think it's either a, I think it's a political movie.
0: Oh, okay. Uh,
1: I'm positive I had that had to watch part of that for a class. But anyway, for the month.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which I like that you put that just to be able to to kind see of what save. was going on, yeah. Yeah. So you had the shining, obviously this movie, fame, they're gonna live forever. <laughs> Kramer vs. Kramer, The Long Riders, Matt and Tony, <laughs> The Again. Nude Bomb, Star Wars. I'm not saying episode five. It's just The Empire Strikes, Strikes Back.
0: I put the full title, all That's right? That's not
1: it, though. Okay. It, back then, it was just The Empire Strikes Back. Also, it's the best in the series. Challenge me on it.
0: Uh, and the next one, I spelled it wrong. It's gong.
1: I thought it was. Okay. <laughs> The Ging Show movie. <laughs> the gong gong Show. Show movie. Oh, where the Buffalo Roam. I've actually have seen that. It has Bill Murray in it. Mm-hmm. It's the first Hunter S. Thompson uh, kind of movie.
0: Oh. And then there was no number 10 for the month. There wasn't even like 10 movies going that month of May of 1980.
1: Well, you probably had, because that would have still been like during the time of like all those terrible drive in double features where it's like all these like like terrible movies that were made they got put on a double bill
0: i don't know i mean
1: grindhouse kind of stuff
0: you got some big ones in there. you got the shining you have star wars friday the 13th was big obviously so it's like you would think there was something else going on around mm-hmm. that time but i guess not i don't know and the fact that the shining was also out in may uh i think it was coming up on its close in may mm-hmm. but still i guess horror movies were coming out around that time
1: correct uh, movies rated R, which makes a lot of sense.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> it has to be.
1: Yeah, it's a horror slasher for that genre.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised Indie... So it's one of the
1: ones that has that actual title, horror yeah. slasher.
0: And I'm surprised Indie didn't f- come up as one of the genres because the budget for this was like next to nothing.
1: But I don't think it was considered an independent film because it was shot using like I, a, that's true, a major company. They probably just... We're thinking in like now dollars still instead of thinking in dollars then. They really, all they had to have was actors with no name, Mm -hmm. a camp, and then a killer. That's it. I guess. I think they would have spent a big portion of their budget on Betsy Palmer just because she was a name. Like Kevin Mm -hmm. Bacon wasn't anybody yet.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll get there.
1: Okay. Do you want to do the synopsis or you want me to?
0: I can. It also has a runtime of an hour and 35 minutes.
1: Yeah, that's perfect. It's
0: a hair, hair longer than an hour 30, which I mean, literally just five minutes. <laughs> whatever.
1: That's the five minutes is that five minutes is important though.
0: It is. You need that last. got to have it. That last five minutes. <laughs> All right. So here's the synopsis of the movie. Crystal Lake's history of murder doesn't deter counselors from setting up a summer camp in the woodsy area. Superstitious locals warn against it, but the fresh faced young people, Jack, Alice, Bill, Mercy, and Ned.
1: Nobody names their kid Ned. I've always hated that. (laughs)
0: Ned Ryerson? Yes.
1: Did the whistling belly button?
0: (laughs) Anyway, they pay little heed to old timers. Then they find themselves stalked by a brutal killer. As they're slashed, shot, and oh, stabbed, the counselors struggle to stay alive against a merciless opponent.
1: What's what? Happen? Why What's are we accurate? saying, oh my
0: God? It's
1: accurate. <laughs> okay. They had add slashing there.
0: They did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Budget for this movie, uh, fifty-five or $550,000 to 700000 I would say more on the 700000 because they also got, um, oh my gosh, I forgot his name. Tom Savini. To mm-hmm. do the special effects.
0: Yeah. I don't know why it lists two. I still can't figure out why they list two. I think I just, it's like a like,
1: range because of tax purposes for the studio. Know.
0: Or they didn't really keep track of it. And they're like, eh, give or take. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Obviously, I just said it was directed by Sean Cunningham. Mm-hmm. So he's the father of Jason. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's still in a freaking rights battle with Victor Miller. The guy who actually came up with the character Jason.
0: Lord, and what did it pulled in the box office?
1: Oh, pretty much sixty million.
0: Yeah, just shy fifty
1: nine point eight. That's a know. hell of a good like.
0: I mean, it essentially profit. made fifty nine million. Once you take away the point eight for what the budget costs, it made just over fifty nine million.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm gonna guess that's just domestic too, because this movie was a hit.
0: That's insane money. I mean, I guess there was also nothing else to see in theaters at the mm-hmm. time, so.
1: So I'm going to get into the cast now.
0: Cool. Can't wait.
1: So we we have Betsy Palmer, who plays Mama Voorhees, Pamela. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we know her from the Friday franchise and the scenes where she kind of, uh, what do you call that?
0: The talking head or whatever.
1: She's not a talking head. <laughs> Just like uh, we get sequences from Pat, the, this movie that plays into a couple of the other movies.
0: Yeah. Flashbacks.
1: <laughs> yes. The Bell Witch, the movie. I don't even remember that.
0: It's and old. the tone star, tin star. I can't oh, spell. That's okay. <laughs> it's like a western. Uh, that came Kevin out in the 50s. Bacon
1: who plays Jack. Oh, so you're going from okay. So Animal House has, was his first film.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted to see what he was in before this. If this was a debut, it was yeah. not. He was in Animal House, but it still uh, didn't. Yeah. Animal House still didn't get him off the ground. No, That really didn't do anything. Well, for I mean,
1: him. that was the movie that was that was the vehicle that was going to push John Belushi. Yeah. He's the one that blew up from it. Uh, obviously, he was in Footloose. Stir of Echo's great movie and Tremors. Yeah. You have to put Tremors in there for me. <laughs> I like that. Thank you.
0: I was going to put something else. I'm like, nah, I'm putting Tremors.
1: <laughs> That's a good movie. People who don't like it are just hating. Uh, Adrian King, uh, who plays Alice. She's mm-hmm. like the first final girl. Obviously, she's just known for the franchise.
0: <laughs> That's, yeah. Yeah, she's in, in the second movie. I will um, talk more about. Well, I guess, no, there's more listed there that you can talk about that she's in. Oh,
1: she was uncredited for Saturday Night Fever, huh? Mm hmm.
0: She was a dancer.
1: Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense because she, oh, she was in Ghostbusters as a stun actor.
0: Yeah. So I guess I can go ahead and drop this little nugget of knowledge because I didn't put it in my trivia. Mm-hmm. But do you know why she didn't do filming anymore. She was also in commercial. She was in like a Burger King commercial and a Dawn dish soap commercial. Yeah,
1: she was... She had a, a real life stalker. A
0: stalker that held a gun to her head or a yeah. knife to her or something like... Want to hear
1: something even crazier than that? Mm-hmm. She was... She had a uh, preferential treatment on set because she was dating Sean Cunningham during filming. Oh. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I saw that she... She was scared to get back into filming because she didn't want to be recognized. Mm-hmm. And so she stopped
1: yeah okay let's see we have uh robbie morgan plays annie <laughs> yeah uh, i married a centerfold monsters of men and forbidden love those all sound like daniel steel movies
0: <laughs> they're i don't know what they were i didn't look into them. <laughs> those sound
1: awful Lori, Bart bartram bartram as brenda <laughs> House of the Seven Corpses. That sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm that pretty sure I think I 70s. might have seen it actually.
0: I think 60s or 70s.
1: She became a Born Again Christian in the early 80s and got out of the industry. Yeah. She died?
0: She died of pancreatic cancer in 2007.
1: Oh, that sucks.
0: So after this movie, she yeah, became a Born Again Christian, went back into education, got out of acting completely. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. It's, and that's, I, the reason I put this on the actors is because I noticed a trend. A lot of these actors got out of acting out of, after this
1: movie. Yeah. Uh, Harry Crosby, who plays Bill. Uh, he was in When Brandon Met Trudy. Never heard of it. Oh, he became an investment banker in 1987, so he completely gave up acting.
0: Yes, he did.
1: A lot of people that have starred in these movies, uh, have went on to do other things mm-hmm. that are not like acting
0: oh yeah that's i i put that next to most of their names
1: okay janine taylor who played marcy the royal romance of charles and diana yeah really
0: some yeah biopic
1: okay she went on to become a market, marketing manager for the new york based magazine for a new york based magazine i cannot read today <laughs> oh my gosh R- Ari Lehman, who played Jason. Yes, he's only known for this. What Barn One and Two?
0: Yeah, there's a movie called The Barn, and then The Barn Two.
1: Okay, and Manny's <laughs> Orphans. But he's in a he's in a band.
0: I I don't called know.
1: First Jason.
0: Oh Lord, <laughs> Come he on. plays
1: keyboard, and it's pretty freaking epic.
0: Excellent. <laughs>
1: he's like a keytar maniac.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh
1: my gosh.
0: Yeah, there were other casts. I did not I kind of figured them, there were. I just wanted to get the campers and, of course, Jason and his mama.
1: Mm-hmm. His mommy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like me to go first on my scenes then? Are we ready? Yeah, that's fine. All right. Unless you had anything else to say about any of the actors. I was just kind of surprised at all of their backgrounds that they just, this was it. They're like, meh.
1: I just think that they kind of had their fill of things early. Mm-hmm. And plus if you're waiting on something to come from a horror movie, a lot of people just stuck.
0: Except Kevin Bacon. Unless you're Kevin Bacon. Yeah. (laughs) But this also wasn't hit. Like he was a slow climb. It wasn't just all of a sudden he woke up to stardom. know,
1: Footloose still was like four years from this movie.
0: Yeah, it was a while. All right. So I'm going to talk about my scenes. And the first one I'm going to go with is the actual first extended scene of the movie which is 1958 the camp counselors
1: flyaway tiny sparrow <laughs> yeah, so i love that song
0: i um used to attend church camp for several years so i'm gonna go ahead and <laughs> out myself like this <laughs> and uh i was having like war flashbacks watching it <laughs> was just like oh my god sitting around the fire just singing songs and because they also sing like Michael, row your boat ashore. Yeah.
1: Hallelujah. <laughs> so sitting
0: around singing hymns, someone mm-hmm. who can kind of play the guitar. <laughs>
1: and let's not forget about Tiny Sparrow. That song is hilarious.
0: Um, but yeah, it was. I mm. do want to note though, the couple that runs off and they go up into the, the barn loft to, to have sex. Yes, John to to bang to bump <laughs> uglies if you yes.
1: will. Yes, to um, rub natties.
0: Because I mean, we're. If you're here, you know, Jason is not the original killer of this movie. And if you know who the real killer is in the first movie, it makes sense why the teenagers reacted the way they did. Right. Because when, you know, the it's an unseen killer through the whole movie up until the end.
1: Yeah, you're only looking through the killer's eyes.
0: Yeah, it's a first person point of view. So when the teenagers go up into the barn loft and then the killer comes up and you're looking at it through their eyes, they're like, oh, we, we weren't doing nothing. We were just... <sighs> We were just hanging out. Um, you would think that because we know what Jason looks like as the full-grown killer, uh, at, you know, further where into the franchise, get kind that, of messed up. That would be a weird way to respond if you saw this hulking dude in a ski mask. You know <laughs> that that's a uh, weird hockey way. Mask. Hockey mask, sorry, a weird way to respond. So the fact that they respond the way they do kind of gives you a hint that the killer it's
1: somebody is down. someone they
0: trust. Yeah. Yes, or they think they could have trusted, but that's yeah. That opening, just that 1958 scene, just had me back at my own church camp. <laughs> I,
1: you, I am not. I'm going by the order of which I think they're good. Okay. I went with the old boy out in the, out in the rain, wearing short shorts and a rain jacket, with his big mustache and those glasses. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Still wearing like a scarf around his neck too. <laughs> what are you doing out here? And then he gets stabbed. It's so goofy because it's like a, this up close shot.
0: He goes so fast because he it opens when you first see him, he's hitting on Alice, right?
1: Mm-hmm. While he's fixing the gutters. <laughs> yeah. Also in short shorts. No shirt. And shirtless. <laughs> with that big mustache, man. Mm. He had like those like tall gray socks on with like hiking boots, like <laughs> rolled down. That I don't know what woman wasn't into that.
0: I know the fact that Alice was still playing hard to get, come on. I know. <laughs> I can probably, see the snail trail.
1: <laughs> right. He probably had like <laughs> he probably had like air supply tickets too.
0: Oh mm-hmm. <laughs> goodness. Yeah.
1: Here I am, the one that you love.
0: Oh god.
1: I'm just saying that that is a fun scene. I
0: can't remember that guy's name. That's terrible.
1: It's okay. I can't remember. Is that remember Ned? Either. Is it?
0: I don't remember.
1: I think we're close. We
0: know Jack is Kevin Bacon. We know. I mean, I didn't list Ned in the character, so I think. Or is it Bill? No, Bill okay. was no. <laughs> I don't. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Whatever.
1: Anyway, I can't remember either. Um, and <laughs> anyway, he gets stabbed, dies, goofy, and then <laughs> and then we get to keep moving on.
0: Well, my I love the scene, rain scene. It's like mostly rain when a mm-hmm. lot of the characters get killed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, my next scene that I went with again, these are like extended scenes. I don't know when to cut them, you know, because there's a lot of back and forth where you see something happening and then they go to the other counselors and whatever. But I'm focusing on Jack and Marcy, bubba bangin'. It's always Mm. always somebody banging. You know, it's Kevin Bacon.
1: I put it on there, too.
0: (laughs) Did you? Okay. Um, Because, and it's not the fact that they're banging. That's not what I'm into. (laughs) The fact that you get to see some tasteful side boot. Actually, you get the full boot.
1: Yeah. It's a a whole sandbag.
0: Mm, It's just a bag of sand. Sand. Yeah. Man. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) uh, it's the fact that while they're having sex, in the bunk bed, by the way, on the bunk Mm -hmm. above them is dead guy can't remember the character he obviously didn't make it very long uh was it the dude that was in the the headdress yes oh, shooting arrows and really bad that's like <laughs> you cannot get away with that today and the cop was he was just wearing him, a headdress and he was like hitting his mouth and dancing oh. and it was not good <laughs> sean don't justify it <laughs> Anyway, he's dead. It doesn't matter. He got what he deserved. <laughs> he's sitting on top of this bed, and
1: I am just—I <laughs> don't know. What? I wanted—I wanted to defend the defend it. I wish you wouldn't, John. <laughs> well, think, well, think of like growing up being like a Redskins fan or an Indians fan. Mm-hmm. Those people wear that too.
0: Is it's not okay, John? <laughs> we can we can look at it and say. Yeah, we made a mistake. <laughs> no,
1: okay. you can go ask those tri- the tribesmen, hey, is this okay?
0: Oh, God, that's not what are I'm we, talking about. Are
1: we going to act like Disney didn't make Pocahontas? John. Just cross the river Ben.
0: I'm not talking about that scene. I am talking about Jack and Marcy getting it on under a dead body. And the fact that they don't even notice there's a dead body.
1: He should have still had on the headdress too, right? While he was in the bunk under them dead.
0: Above them. Oh, above yes. them, Yes, yes. <laughs> And also Jack's death scene because
1: very creative
0: it was. And I bet Kevin hated it (laughs) because I read some behind the scenes stuff about Mm -hmm. what it took to film that scene. And I mean, it was, it was a good, because Marcy leaves and they're all high as a kite. First of all, everybody's high in this place and she leaves for something and comes back. It doesn't matter. She leaves, comes back and he's just in there like, dead and she's (laughs) dancing and washing her face and and
1: that what all girls do after
0: yeah we go play in the rain and then yeah
1: see a really good documentary about the friday the 13th films called his name was jason yes very good movie so everybody should check that out it goes into detail of what it took to make this and tom savini he was he was all about making this scene work
0: And a lot of these characters are in that documentary. I didn't list it, but like Mm -hmm. Betsy Palmer's in it and
1: Yes. Yeah. So Alice is Alice is
0: in it. it. So go check that out. Anyway, yeah, I won't get too much more on the scene. I know you'll probably expand on it. So I will.
1: (laughs) Okay. Uh my next one was Crazy Ralph. Yeah. I really like Crazy Ralph. he tries to warn these people, but he's the crazy one yeah <laughs> and then uh we get this scene later on in the movie where they're just trying to go through and put stuff up and he's in the cupboard
0: <laughs> okay i have a question you're all gonna die when they're in the town and annie gets there and she's like how far is camp crystal lake and they say 20 miles
1: mm-hmm.
0: what was route just like he how did he get the there so fast okay so he's on a what's he like uh
1: pedal power Maggie.
0: wicked witch just <laughs> down the yeah. street 20 miles. he looked like he's
1: in really good sh- really good shape.
0: He got there so fast. <laughs> You're gonna die. It's got a death curse.
1: <laughs> he's just taking off down the road.
0: <laughs> You'll perish in planes.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Honestly, what it gives asshole. me um, the world's end vibes. Kind of. Where? Uh, what's his face? The one with the swizzle straw. He's like, and everyone thought I was crazy because <laughs> he's got the swizzle straw and doesn't talk to anybody.
1: Oh more. yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy that the guy the conspiracy theory guy.
0: Yeah, Basil. Basil. Crazy Basil. <laughs> It's giving me those. Vibes. Have you got
1: any drugs? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> got any drugs? <laughs> that, that's the signal. Just knock, knock.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, that's a movie. It's not really retro, but.
1: I love that movie.
0: We can talk about it's, it in a Patreon It's or 10 something. years old. That's true. You know, I remember in the very beginning of this podcast, I was like, if it's 10 years or older, thinking 10 years was like the early 2000s, not realizing.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's 2023.
0: <laughs> that is Near two and a half decades ago.
1: I know it's crazy.
0: But, hate it. Hate it. Okay. Anyway. Is it anything my else time? about? No, you were just talking about Crazy Ralph. Oh, anything yeah. else about him?
1: <laughs> I just love, like, he starts, like, <laughs> yelling at these people, you know, that you're going to die. Uh-huh. shoot him off. <laughs> he just gets shooed off. Oh, <laughs> well, it's just Crazy Ralph.
0: Just <laughs> found a man in the cupboard, and yeah. they're like, oh, that's, that's Ralph.
1: I don't even know if he was drunk either. That's the bad thing. Like, <laughs> He was just a really fun actor for this.
0: Sober as a judge. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a freaking... Yeah, He's got to be up there for, like, favorite characters.
0: <laughs> just in any movie ever?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Crazy Ralph.
0: <laughs> All right. My next scene, Um, I have to go with the trope in the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's when they're playing Monopoly. Well, I have to talk about tropes being broken, I guess. Mm-hmm. Even though they're creating them, they're also breaking them. So maybe, I don't know. It, it's been I I'll, I'll talk myself through this. Hold on. So the scene I'm going with is when Alice and um God, I don't know what the other two are. They're playing Monopoly. Three people are playing mm-hmm. Monopoly while Marcy and Jack are out banging. So that only leaves so many people, but They're playing Monopoly, but it's strip Monopoly, ooh. (laughs) And Alice is our final girl, and so she's supposed to follow this formula of she doesn't do anything bad, she doesn't have sex, she doesn't drink, she doesn't smoke. This is all false, except for the sex thing, because she smokes weed, Mm
1: -hmm. and then
0: she was going to strip, but that ended up, the, the door swung open and it like banged up against the wall and it scared him as she's taking her shirt off. So, really, Alice is not that good of a girl. She just got stopped in inopportune moments, you
1: know? Yeah, she was able to cash in on luck.
0: But I think that, it's, I don't know, because Friday the 13th is kind of setting these tropes, setting these stereotypes of like, here are the rules of horror movies, this is what makes a final girl. Because okay, I think about it takes me to scream because it's so meta and that like spells out the horror movie for yeah. you. Sydney also wasn't like a pure character either. She almost she, well, she was
1: she wasn't like anything terrible. Like she didn't give it up until way later in the movie and all that.
0: Mm-hmm. But she did, so yeah. she broke the rules, but she still didn't die. But she did it at the end. I know, that's true. So I guess there are some bends to the horror movie rules that we don't get into. But yeah, Alice, I just, that whole playing Monopoly scene is funny. And it's kind of like the last time that you feel safe. <laughs> it's before everything, just like all hell breaks loose in the, the camp. Or I guess all of the camp campers are aware, counselors are aware that something is awry. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, my next scene was the scene with the new cook that's lost. She gets a ride from somebody, Annie. Annie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, the scene in the jeep where she just jumps out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't. And bet, it's just like
0: a forward flip.
1: Yes. Wearing a heavy ass pack too.
0: I don't. She. Didn't oh no jump no no! She took pack. it off by then. Mm-hmm.
1: And then she just started like booking it through the woods. That jeep was driving nuts too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. In reality, if she were to have front flipped out of that Jeep as fast as it was going. She'd
1: have broke her back.
0: And it was right up against a big rock because mm-hmm. she hurt her leg. She'd be dead. Come on. Or not dead. But she'd be like.
1: She'd be seriously very injured.
0: Very seriously injured.
1: And she was able to just get up and like start running. She stops. The, she still stops so somebody can catch up to her, though. The uh, killer still catches up to her. And I thought she was in great shape because she was really getting it.
0: Well, her leg was hurt. So she was like limping.
1: Mm-hmm. But she still had good stamina for good strides.
0: The thing is, Annie really should have. I thought they were setting Annie up to be the final girl Mm -hmm. just because she is so pure. And she's like, I always wanted to work with kids. And
1: that's early in the movie, too. That's like Mm -hmm. right near the beginning.
0: Yeah, it is that she doesn't make it very far.
1: Stops into a diner and all kinds of stuff. And they tell her where to go.
0: Camp blood.
1: (laughs) And she gets her throat slit right at the tree. Yeah. That's really gory, too, because I know that has to be an effect because of how much. Well, that's actually
0: my next scene is her her death scene. So I guess oh. I can just piggyback off yeah, what you're on. saying. Yeah. Annie, her character was so pure. Like Alice was also she's a good second. but I feel like they could have taken Annie through the whole thing, you know? Yeah. Um, I think what would have been even a uh, not a better concept, but a different concept is Annie her trek to the camp and like by the time she gets there every almost everyone's been massacred and then she's running from a killer like what did you guys do like why is he killing everyone (laughs) i think that would have been a cool premise to have annie be the girl that makes it in the end because she was she was like a really sweet character and also very naive the fact i mean when she does stop into the diner and that guy offers to drive her he immediately starts like hitting on her and he's like are all the girls at camp gonna be as pretty as you and i don't know i'm just like annie don't get in the truck with him <laughs> do not get in the it's, truck with that guy
1: <laughs> i don't know how to describe it it's it, not it, a different time no, is that what you're about to say it, she didn't have a lot of options she was already lost
0: oh i know and why was she hiking why was she hiking to camp crystal lake if it was 20 plus miles away i
1: don't know I can't.
0: That's never explained. Like, she just, was she going to hit, was the plan to always hitchhike to Camp Crystal Lake? Flyaway
1: tiny sparrow.
0: I don't know. But I feel like Annie should have made it further. She did not deserve what she got. She did, they chased her out in the woods and slit her throat. Mm-hmm. And she died. She looked died. like she
1: could have been one of my sisters.
0: She died really weird. Yeah.
1: You know how many people have told me that? I could see it. <laughs> it's, it's so weird. I get that a lot. People are like, man, she looks like she could have been one of your sisters.
0: Mm. Poor Annie, though.
1: Yeah, it really sucked that she Rip died. Rip in peace. <laughs> I'll go with you on that. It really did suck that she died. My final scene.
0: No, this should be number four for you.
1: For me? I, no, I did the Jeep.
0: One, two, three, four. Uh. Oh, it's you. Oh, because I piggybacked off one of yes. your scenes. That's right. The Annie scene. So... Somehow we've messed It doesn't matter. Whatever. Okay. I guess I'll talk about, um I think it's, we're kind of pulling off the same thing here because mm-hmm. my final scene is Alice surviving, despite it all. First of all, the big reveal that Pamela's the killer. It's mm-hmm. like, holy cow, it's a woman and she's just been out here. But I think that's, these people were lulled into a sense of security. They're like, what's this woman going to do? And we
1: never saw her without the, any part of the movie. That's why it was kind of weird.
0: Mm-hmm. And, you didn't expect... I don't know. Maybe that's why it was so easy to kill these people. Because you don't think an older woman should be able to take down all these kids like this. But I, they probably see an older woman coming towards them. And they're like, she's not going to hurt me.
1: It's <laughs> creepy when she starts talking to herself in like this made-up Jason voice.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, for goodness sakes.
1: See, these people are booking it, too.
0: <laughs> they are. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, when... Ann, uh, not Annie. When Alice is rescued and she's like did you guys find the boy and they're like there was no boy and (laughs) so now she seems crazy because she says he's still out there and it's because of the boat scene which i think that's what you are going to talk about yeah so i skipped over that uh yeah just that whole her surviving and finding out it's pamela and just being like why are you doing this and then Pamela can't really, I mean, she does explain it, but she also has like essentially schizophrenia
1: mm-hmm. and
0: she's talking to herself as her dead son, Jason, and it's a whole, whole mess. That is a very messy ending, but you can jump in with your yeah. Jason.
1: My, it's one of the best reveals I think that horror's ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have this stillness on the lake. You think everything's over. Right. The music's really calm.
0: Alice has survived Pamela.
1: And then, out of nowhere, you get this leap out of the water, and she gets pulled down.
0: Mm-hmm. That's scary.
1: No, it's a, gr- it's a great scene. And I don't think anybody saw it coming. S- when it debuted, definitely.
0: So, I wonder, does Pamela not know that her son is alive? I would doubt it. So, when Pamela dies, does that... Cause they don't really explain how Jason comes to life, do There's they? all kinds of, like, theories. theories,
1: yeah. One thing is, like, Jason always lived, and he was just watching from the woods. That's probably my favorite.
0: Okay, because I think my first thought was, like, okay, when Pamela's killed, that, like, resurrects somehow as, like, some magic tie to Jay, like... I don't know. It sounds really kooky. I guess when I say it like that, like Jason was trapped inside of her. So when his, she dies, he's his
1: mother's love.
0: Yeah. Brought him back.
1: It's a pretty strong like testament. I mean, this movie's really about a mother who is grieving mm-hmm. and has never been able to cope with it.
0: Oh yeah. And
1: it's made her lose touch with reality. Now all her pain and sorrow is just turned on all these kids.
0: Yeah, and doesn't matter who they are. There's a lot of backstory to this that unless you actually looked into it or read into it yourself, mm-hmm. you wouldn't know. Like really die not diehard fans, but just really big fans of the movie probably have some idea of Pamela's background that you don't get. Yeah,
1: you get a lot more when you read the actual novels. There's mm-hmm. a lot of really good like books that came out right around the times the movies came out. And it gives you way more detail.
0: I don't want to say the movie is shallow, you, but you can only fit so much into the movie. And that's going to be any book to movie adaptation. You can oh, get course. so much more on paper, uh, which is why I do the Patreon episodes that mm-hmm. I do.
1: Or like when I talk to you about movies like Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. It's so much harder to put something like that to film than it is just read it. Mm-hmm. Because your imagination is way more wild than actually seeing it on screen.
0: It can be. Did you know there are some people who don't have like internal...
1: Well, they call that creative processing. Where like your an mind internal
0: f- monologue or they can't visualize in their head. Yeah. So actually my sister's wife... Maddie, she can't
1: create a visualization
0: as someone who's such an avid reader as she is. Mm -hmm. I'm really surprised that when I'm reading something and it's like explaining what the town looks like or what the character looks like, I can see it in my head. Like I I build the character. She doesn't see it. She just reads it on paper and she's like, okay, it's a girl with brown hair and brown eyes, Mm. but like she cannot see her in her mind's eye. So weird. So for some people, books are nice, but that's probably why some people don't like reading is because they can't visualize it. So that's where film comes
1: into play. Yeah, I could agree with that. I could heavily agree with that.
0: Hey, I don't know how we got down this trap. Oh, (laughs) oh, Pamela's background. You just don't get a lot in the movie. You don't understand.
1: Plus, we've been gone for a bit. So coming back and recording, there's just a lot of things like we'll end up touching on because we've been gone.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, well, speaking of background stuff and things that aren't on the screen, I can give you some trivia if you're ready.
1: I'm ready. I know a lot of trivia about this, too.
0: I know. And that was my, my battle, was trying to make sure I got some stuff that hopefully surprised you. Oh, okay. That's my goal. All right. So I am going to start with, I do like to start with some probably more well-known Facts mm-hmm. or trivia about the movie. Uh, <clears throat> the movie was filmed at Camp Nobibosco. Nobibosco?
1: No, Nobibosco.
0: Okay. <laughs> in New Jersey.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the camp is still in operation today. And They do has... a filming.
1: They do a screening of it. Uh, and there's like a big thing where uh, former people in the movie come out.
0: Mm-hmm. And it also has a wall of Friday the 13th memorabilia to honor the movie that was set there.
1: That's so cool. Uh, if you're going to honor a legacy, that's probably the best way to do it.
0: Going to take a trip one day.
1: <laughs> that's why I kind of wish. am ever
0: going to New Jersey.
1: <laughs> right. Just like I wish in um, uh, Georgia where they filmed Fr- uh, Jason Lives. Mm-hmm. I wish there would have been like all kinds of stuff out there just to pay homage to that because that's a cool thing.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. So my next point is Betsy Palmer, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, before this, She did a lot of wholesome movies.
1: Yeah. She was like the kind of like caring, like side
0: characters. Yeah.
1: Like she was like a caring side character. Like she was like a sweetheart. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's why people couldn't believe that she would do this kind of movie.
0: Yeah. So it, yeah, that was one of the the things she was worried about, but also I can't believe she, (laughs) okay. The fact that she even did this movie is a miracle because Mm -hmm. she said that if it weren't for the fact that she was in desperate need of a new car, she (laughs) would have never accepted the role as Pamela Voorhees. In fact, after she read the script, she called the movie a piece of shit. That is a quote. Yes. Pamela. Over the years, however, Pamela did warm up to the film as it made her more famous than infamous and made appearances at conventions and in documentaries to discuss it. Holy cow, I
1: can't talk. She also... Real quick, she's really like kind to the fans, Mm -hmm. and people start telling her that as a parent and stuff, this movie was really touching because of the impact it has from being like a a mother. Mm -hmm. I thought that was really cool.
0: Well, on top of that, she's also a method actress, so she didn't just want to go in and read the script, and this is just a serial killer mother for whatever reason.
1: Yeah, I think she slapped Alice real in real life. Like, she's really slapped her hard.
0: Well, no, not that. She... Because she does prefer method acting, she wanted a background to Pamela. She wanted Mm -hmm. more depth to her. So she created this detailed backstory. She imagined that Miss Voorhees hated sexual transgression because she had Jason out of wedlock with a high school boyfriend, and her parents ultimately disowned her for her sins because that isn't something that good girls do.
1: Mm. That That is
0: not something you get in the film at all. No. But that is what fueled her anger to to get into the mindset of this character. I could see that. And then the killer of the movie is actually only named Mrs. Voorhees. They don't have, you don't get a first mm-hmm. name, but it's later. it's not revealed. And that her first name is Pamela until a shot of her gravestone is shown in part four, mm-hmm. the final chapter. So she's only ever known as Mrs. Voorhees up to that point. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: Tom Savini, when he introduced, uh, what the sun was going to look like, mm-hmm. he's like, this is your son, Jason. He's a mongoloid.
0: Oh my God. Well, speaking of Tom Savini, he was one of the first crew members on board of the, to the film because the producers idolized his special makeup effects in Dawn of the Dead. hmm And while most, ca- most of the cast and crew stayed at local hotels during the filming, He was more of the dedicated people, and so was Tsao Stavarsky? I don't know how to say his last name. That's awful. Anyway, they stayed at the actual campsite. They had Savini's Betamax VCR and only a couple of movies, such as Barbarella and Marathon Man, on videotape to keep themselves entertained so each night they would watch one. And to this day, Savini says that he can recite those movies by heart. (laughs)
1: This is crazy, too, because he had so much fun in doing stuff with this movie mm-hmm. that when they announced a sequel, he immediately said he wouldn't do it.
0: Well, I, I think I get into that. I don't remember. We'll okay. will see. Sean Cunningham, the director, refused. Okay, this is what I was thinking. He refused to direct the sequel. Yes. Because he did not like the Jason comes back from the dead storyline that the studio was pushing on him. He said it was too stupid and wouldn't work. And he now admits he was wrong. And the ser- as the series has flourished afterward with Jason as the villain, Jason has become one of the icons of horror films. So he knew he...
1: And spoil. Sean Cunningham, once he got away from Friday, mm-hmm. the series really took off.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: people loved Jason. He tried to cash in on horror again. like He made House, which if you've never seen House, House is a great horror movie.
0: I don't think I have.
1: Uh, it came out in 1986. Like, he tried other projects. They just didn't work out.
0: Hmm. All right. So, the scene where Bill is found impaled to the door with arrows.
1: hmm
0: uh, Adrian King, who plays Alice, had been kept off the set. So, when she came in and saw Harry Crosby, that's who That's that who it is. is, yeah. Okay. When she saw his mangled body, her scream was genuine. The effect of the arrow piercing Crosby's eye was designed by Tom Savini, but on the day of shooting, he had to leave the set due to girlfriend problems. And that is a quotation. Mm-hmm. So his assistant did the effect. And Crosby's eye can be seen twitching continually, which you'll know he's supposed to be dead, but the one eye is still like. Mm-hmm. And that's because the fake blood, which contained a very chemical photo development fluid, inadvertently leaked behind the appliance and was burning his eye, causing him excruciating pain. He was brought to the hospital where his eye did not respond to standard reflex test and he could not see out of it for a while. Goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not good.
1: <laughs> Ooh, there's some crazy stuff he did in this movie. Savini did the, he was the uh, stand in mm-hmm. for Pamela Voorhees. Yeah. You know You know, it's a dude because he's got these hairy ass knuckles. <laughs> yeah did you know the the fake head that's Mm -hmm. really it's it's just full of like melanin stuff like that oh but um the thing they used to make it stay in place was just simple toothpicks
0: huh i mean work smarter not harder (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: kevin bacon's death too i mean they used real blood for that
0: oh Ooh. i think it's sheep's blood that I didn't put this in here because it was so detailed. but the way they did it is it was a prosthetic neck and shoulders mm-hmm. and Kevin actually had to come up <laughs> through the bottom and put his face into this hole and but, then they had
1: to make it up so it looked real.
0: yeah, but the way he was angled because Tom Savini was also under the bed mm-hmm. with uh, a tube to blow the blood through the blood through. and the mechanism stopped working at one point and the Tom blood had coagulated. To, he had to blow through the tube physically, himself. and that's why you see bubbles, which they kept in the in the scene. But Kevin had to stand like at this weird angle for hours, and I'm man, that had to have killed his neck and back. <laughs> like
1: he couldn't wait to scream, "Let's dance!"
0: Oh my god. Okay, so we have to talk about the classic music. I mean, music that has
1: Harry Man from Dee.
0: Yes. So he said that contrary to popular belief, the famous, key, key, ha, 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 that is kill, not kill, what it's saying. Mama. Well, it sort of, it's meant to resemble Jay. It's actually the first part of kill and mom. So it's. Mm-hmm. Key, key, mama, mama. Yeah. So it's meant to resemble Jason's voice saying, kill mom in Mrs. Voorhees mind. It was inspired by the scene in which Pamela suffers from schizophrenia and chants, get her mommy, kill her. Mm. which is also like a really unsettling thing that she does.
1: Yeah, I really like when she starts doing that. That whole scene where you see her like completely flip is, it's good.
0: Where she's like talking to herself or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Manfredini also said that he created the effect by speaking the syllables, key, and ma into a microphone and until it ran through it, and then it ran through a delay effect, mm. which is what created the echo. Yeah. Nice, easy. Easy. During the first few weekends of the film's release, Tom Savini would go into theaters for the last five minutes of the show to see audience react to Jason emerging from the lake and grab Alice.
1: That's awesome. (laughs) So
0: he didn't sit and watch the whole movie. He'd just like pop in at the last minute. Victor Miller admits that, which I don't know. He's the writer, I think.
1: Yes, he's the one that helped kill the video game.
0: Okay, well, Victor Miller admits that he was subconsciously inverting the psycho formula, where instead of the son having a split personality and pretending to be mom, we have the mom pretending to be the son, Mm -hmm. which I kind of You can definitely tell that now. Yeah, watching it again, um, I was definitely getting psycho vibes, (laughs) which is terrible, but... uh, Just a couple more. The filmmakers never intended to make this the launching pad for the series that followed, According to Victor Miller, Jason was only meant as a plot device and not intended to continue on his mother's grisly work. Mm-hmm. So this was supposed to be a one and done.
1: Uh, I don't think his original name was Jason either.
0: Oh, I don't know. I, didn't uh, I think
1: that. it was like uh, Jacob. Hmm.
0: Well, and if the last thing I'm going to put is if you're wondering the body count in this movie, mm-hmm. it's 11 and that includes the real snake.
1: Oh, yeah, they killed a real snake on set, yeah.
0: Yeah, so that is 11, 11 casualties in this movie. <laughs> and that's going to wrap up my trivia.
1: That's good. Good stuff.
0: I hope there was something in there that you didn't know or at least found interesting.
1: No, there's a couple of things I, I don't think I knew. It's just really hard because this is a series I've followed to heart. hmm So I don't know if there's a lot of things I haven't seen, you know what I mean? yeah. And Friday the Thirteenth, it's it's one of a kind.
0: All mm-hmm. right, are we ready to rate this thing?
1: Yes. Uh, first thing we'll go off of is rewatch. Um. Real quick, though, mm-hmm. I am going to say this: this is not one of my favorites in the series.
0: I was going to say I, I'm waiting to see what you have to say <laughs> about. But this I mean, it rating. is a classic
1: movie. I do watch it during Halloween time because. It's a it's a first of its kind.
0: But it's not of the series. It's not the first one you grab. Like for.
1: when you want to watch a Friday the 13th movie, I, to me, people always want to watch Jason. Mm-hmm. When they say they they don't care for Jason and they like the first movie, I'm like, you're lying to yourself. Come on, stop trying to be shrewd.
0: I do like the first movie. I like this I movie. I like the
1: movie, but it's not one of my favorites. I'm, I'm just being honest.
0: See, I don't know. I I don't know which one would be my favorite because I'm not as deep into the franchise as you are. Yeah, but I think for the rewatch, um, I will give it a solid three and a half.
1: I'm gonna give it a four. Okay. Oh, I, I do. I just think it's a really good movie. You can show it to anybody. Mm. It's good. It's got great things about it. It's it's a movie that's rewatchable, especially for that ending. Yeah. Legacy, without a doubt, it's a five. It's a
0: five, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's one of your big four. Mm-hmm. I would say even in the top three.
1: Yeah, he's probably one of the big three of definitely. slashers.
0: So yeah, because it's no contest.
1: It's yet. really just a, a it's it's a, it's a toss up. It's Freddy, Jason, Michael. Yeah, and then everybody else I think are on that got second tier. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to be four.
0: Right, which I don't know. I mean, you've got Chucky, you've got Ghostface, you've got Leatherface. Uh, yeah. See? I Those would be the only other three, I think. And yeah, I, I think Leatherface got
1: passed up a long time ago because the movies are so bad.
0: I don't like Candyman being up there. I see? Don't, I don't like the Neither. People. Like,
1: I don't even see him as like a tier three. I see him as like a tier four. Because unless you've really followed the Candyman movies, you don't know who the hell that is.
0: Yeah, it's just not something I got Like behind. Jigsaw. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: I... I another tier four. I don't see him as a tier three.
0: Well, and I would argue that Jigsaw is not a slasher. He doesn't really kill anybody. They kill themselves.
1: (laughs) Right. It's to me, it's not a slasher.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like, um, what's another good movie I could put up here. Just that has a slasher killer.
0: I know I got a few of them. Uh, no, Nope, that's not... Because <laughs> there are more. It's just, in the spur of the
1: moment, it's hard to just say, I love this movie because of such and such. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like you said, you could put Chucky in there. Mm-hmm. But even then, like, I, do I really want Chucky to be number four? Mm. Oh, uh, you have Pinhead.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, that's for another time. I know we're getting on it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm jumping the gun on everything else. Anyway, legacy one hundred percent five.
0: Yeah, it's a five.
1: Look and feel, uh, just because a tiny sparrow, I gotta give it a five.
0: <laughs> tiny sparrow alone. No, the fact that it created such an iconic sound that is mm-hmm. used over and over and over and remade and whatever. and
1: everybody's done that. The kiki
0: mama. Yeah, it's everyone knows what that is. Even if you're not, if you've not seen the movie, you probably know what that is. Uh the look of it of course i mean it didn't the only thing it showed was the 1950 1958 other than that it played during its time so mm-hmm. it's authentic
1: another thing we've talked about before with like horror movies they have something memorable like we talked about how the halloween theme is like the modern day chopsticks yes uh, you have the nursery rhyme from friday Nightmar- yeah or from nightmare on elm street nice yeah and then um this movie you have the kick yeah, you have that thing that's off in the distance. I mean, right. those are three things audible.
0: Again, the top three they had. Yes, something that, and it all came from like the visual and sound effects is where yes. it came into effect, it's where it came into play.
1: Really cool, and they all have great music. Yeah, that dun 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 mm-hmm. dun, dun dun.
0: I will say Creative. today, off topic, kind of, I had a playlist on Spotify going, not one of my own, but just. I wanted background noise that wasn't going to distract me while I worked, but I didn't want like classical music. So I found this playlist. It's called Liminal Space, which Mm -hmm. if you know what liminal space is, it's... I don't. Okay. Anyway, one of the songs on that playlist that came up was The Shining theme. And I knew the second it hit, I was like, I know what this is. (laughs) like scared. It like took me out of my work trance. (laughs) So, but yeah, just music that sticks with you, like The Shining.
1: Mm -hmm. Or Nightmare on Elm Street.
0: Yeah, I understand The Shining is probably not as... Which
1: is a Diamond movie, by the way.
0: Okay. <laughs> the Shining may not be as prominent, but I did recognize it the second yeah. it started playing. All right. What what'd you give it for Look and Feel? Look and Feel, five. That's a five.
1: Man, overall.
0: Overall, I mean, this is a solid four, if not a four and a half to me.
1: <sighs> Out of respect for the series as a whole, I'm going to give it a five. Just like with Nightmare on Elm Street, I, can't, I feel like I'm doing a disservice because, especially to like the horror community, mm-hmm. Halloween's a five, Friday the 13th's a five, Nightmare on Elm Street's a five. I can't see it any other way.
0: I guess. I can see that. Right out I the just, gate,
1: Those mo- the, these movies are good.
0: It's just, uh, I understand it's not the most popular in the franchise, Uh by any stretch. Like, everyone wants Jason, and I get but that.
1: But don't get me wrong. There are movies in these series I will definitely shit on.
0: Oh. I have yeah.
1: seen in theater, <laughs> Fred, the uh, Dream Child. Movies garbage.
0: Dream Child?
1: Yeah. Nightmare this... on Street 5.
0: Oh, not the Dream Nightmare. Child. I, I was like, yeah. that's not this series. Garbage.
1: <laughs> okay. Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers. Was it originally titled Halloween 666, The Curse of Michael Myers? Garbage.
0: Uh, did you like H2O?
1: See, H2O... It, it's it like was a, a standalone. It was, it was a scream movie that just happened to feature Michael Myers.
0: Yeah, it was weird. It definitely did not fit the
1: vibe at all. No, they were <laughs> cashing in off a of scream.
0: <laughs> so silly. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, yeah, I, I want... I mean, I have to stay true to form, but I do think I'm going to give it a four, four and a half just because. And I know it's going to hurt your dang feelings. That's fine. We have this argument about Nightmare on Elm Street, I think.
1: Because I just, for the life of me, cannot believe you gave that movie less than a five. It's one John of the I've... best horror movies ever made.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I Oh, well, that's, he's laughing because he wants to strangle me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just hold your head underwater. Oh just waiting for that last God. bubble. I'm Lord. Oh,
0: I'm so glad to be back. This was fun. <laughs> I think, were you, did you have fun? Oh yeah. Okay, shoot.
1: <laughs> I mean, this me is, this is a movie I really want to talk about and I'm glad we got to. We also need to talk about uh, a good guy that we got to do the interview with, Vin. Yes, uh, Never Hike Alone 2 is, is released. It's officially on YouTube right now.
0: Yep. Yeah, released October 16th, this year, 2023. Go watch Never Hike Alone. Go watch Never Hike Alone in the snow. That's all, this mm-hmm. is, it's all on YouTube. Check it out. And go back to our interview with Vin DeSantis. Uh, It's on, I mean, every, it's streaming everywhere that we have the rest of our episodes. So that was mm-hmm. a special one that we actually got to feature the director of these films.
1: Very nice guy. I mean, his patriots are garbage this year, but my Raiders are garbage too. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, he was a fun guy to talk to. It was very interesting, very insightful. Um,
1: but they did beat the Bills. Oh, I'm so not talking got, about
0: football. I'm talking about Vin.
1: <laughs> well, can, we can talk about Vin, too, but he's a Patriots fan.
0: Uh, no, he was he was good to talk to. I feel like he had a lot of insight and a lot of good advice.
1: He's a good horror fan, too.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. I feel like he didn't... Um, I really hate the people who are all or nothing people like they just absolutely hate one in your face i don't like
1: people that are really extreme about things Mm -hmm. and then like uh i i I think me and my friend matt have called like kind of called them neck biters Mm -hmm. like you say something about something about a genre and they are they are right at your throat about it
0: yeah if you say oh this was okay they're either gonna break your neck one way or the other
1: yes (laughs) like you you see a new movie like we talked about um what was the last horror movie we watched
0: oh gosh oh it was evil dead rise
1: evil dead rise i didn't see a problem with it Mm -hmm. i said there were things they should have fixed yeah but people took that little bit of things they should have fixed and wanted to jump down my throat about it oh yeah even though they hated the movie
0: (laughs) god forbid. it's like
1: you can't win
0: Oh, I know. I I'm telling you, there are some fandoms that are so you almost hate to be a part of them.
1: Yes, I have started trying to just completely like eradicate myself out of any kind of like groups. Mm-hmm. I don't want to like like the horror community. I can just be a horror fan myself. Mm-hmm. I don't need vindication or validation from anybody else.
0: Yeah, it's just. And I understand there's going to be...
1: There's horror movies I like, there's horror movies you like, there's horror movies they like. You've heard
0: us, both of us talk on this podcast. Right. I don't mind some of the art films. John can't stand them. And that's just who we are as people. Don't see, don't do it. Because you just said you don't like those people.
1: But (laughs) uh, the only thing I'm saying is, I'm just going to say this. It's like... I can understand your point of view on the art horror stuff. I just wish those movies weren't so long and pointless during big parts of those movies.
0: And we're probably going to break some hearts here on both sides. But I like A24 movies and you don't. Most of them. I don't. Most of them. There's one you, you liked Uncut Gems. That was A24.
1: Okay. Yes, I did like that one.
0: So... There's one.
1: I'm sure there's gotta be another one in there
0: somewhere. Oh, H24 has been around a lot longer than I realized. So there's other movies in its catalog. But I like I didn't mind Midsummer. And I know I'm saying it wrong. Shut up. I don't care. (laughs) Like I hate Midsummer. Like, no. I like that. I I like movies like I liked hereditary. It was okay. Um don't he's over there shaking his head. So some of you are on here agreeing with me, and some of you agree with John. And that's okay, because that's who we are. But we should be able to talk about it and not argue about it, John.
1: Oh, we can argue. Oh There's, it's God. fine to argue.
0: You can go to our Patreon if you really want to see us, like, <laughs> just throw hands over, <laughs> over <laughs> our horror movie preferences. We haven't posted anything yet, but I really hope we can get some extra content out this month since we did miss... A couple weeks in October. I know October is like our time to shine. And we didn't get to. But we are going to bring you. More Patreon content. Hopefully get a couple extras out there this month. That focus more on like spooky season stuff. And. Yeah. To bring it full circle. I know we, we got off topic. But Never Hike Alone To On YouTube now. It's not YouTube Red. You, you can just have a YouTube account. And go check it out. It came out October 16th, 2023 streaming now, check it out, support them, check out Vin DeSanti's social media posts and stuff because he, he tags all of their stuff and I'll try to find a way to tag their stuff too. And I think that's all John. Do you have anything else?
1: I don't have anything else.
0: All right. Well, that's going to wrap up this week's episode. Come back next week. Yes, we will be here next week (laughs) and we'll have another fun episode for you and you can hear a sneak peek now
1: yes okay bye Bye. next week on the retro club i can't believe you're still arguing with me about that <laughs> anyway. I, I
0: know what i smelled i know what i saw
1: <laughs> oh okay anyway arguably this is my favorite movie in this franchise too
0: why did I think you were gonna say this effing franchise?
1: This like, effing franchise. This is what. Like no, different. I mean you get like one of the like all time Halloween tropes, where you know, like the kid with the razor blade in the mouth, Ugh. that would probably ate an apple or something. Uh-huh. Like you have like one of those myths you always heard when you were a kid. Uh huh. I always thought that was really cool about this movie.
0: That look, I don't understand some of the myths where they're like check your kids' candy because they're putting drugs in it. Please believe.
1: But that shit the really happens. People happen.
0: doing drugs, I know, but they're not putting weed gummies in your kid's bag. How do you know that? They want them.
1: <laughs> they might misplace them.
0: Oh, like whoopsie daisy! I I hope you don't misplace
1: your CBD gummies. <laughs> it's it's just oh my gosh, people don't know what they're doing. Dude, had me stuff.
0: scared to death. There are some things that just carry over, like it ruined a generation the razor blade and they have to ruin the generation after just. yeah
1: razor blades and apples and jawbreakers and stuff like that those always were around when i was a kid
0: i was always expecting to find like a needle in a tootsie roll <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah but then another big part of that was like your your parents want to look through your candy too
0: oh yeah i i think that's where it comes from like the
1: do you remember when um the hospitals would actually x-ray your candy Make yeah, sure you what's know wrong with that? Jesus, <laughs> oh you know God. the motherfuckers were getting into your candy too.
0: I know, but like I specifically counted. I know there were fifty-eight pieces, and now there are fifty-two pieces. So, like, yeah. I'm going to be that kid.
1: <laughs> I know. Anytime, <laughs> look at me. A, of course, I'm that kid. <laughs> right. Anytime there was a Snickers or a Reese's cup missing, I was instantly butt hurt.
0: I love the old lady candy. Come at me. I don't care. Those little black Who and are orange. You? Those peanut butter candies—the
1: ones that you can't really chew, but you can't not chew—just
0: kind of like suck on them.
1: <laughs> I guess they're just awful. Mm. <laughs> but you like Boston I'm, baked beans I, and shit like that too.
0: I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I'm so mad at you.
1: What's the other things? Raisinets.
0: When I took the chocolate covered raisins to the movie theater, they go, "Okay, Grandma."
1: Right. <laughs> I was waiting for you to break out a box of dots like my dad.
0: Oh, get off my back.
1: I do you ate like that dots. box of dots too, didn't you? I do like dots. See?
0: Mixing and music by Kelsey Ingram. Cover art is by Megan Harris. Research is by John and Megan Harris.
1: Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Slasher at Pod, Or visit our website at RetroClubPod.com. For episode information and more.
0: You can listen to The Retro Club on Podbean, Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, and more.
1: Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe, or we'll find you.